You are now about to enter a podcast that is so casual, you may never take anything seriously again, where two childhood friends will speak about anything, and unfortunately, everything. So sit back and enjoy. Yeah, we the freaking casuals, a filthy mouth, tactical movement to keep it real. Just so that you know the deal. Remember this, we're just two bros. This is Paul and Lucky Show. We just trying to entertain for everyone going through that everyday grind. Try and relax and turn that volume up to max. Forget your worries, forget your woes. We know that sometimes life blows. Now let's get started, let's get going. All the new listeners, thanks for showing. Paul and Lucky having a blast. Welcome to the Casual Bros Podcast. Hey. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Bros. I'm your host, Lucky, and unfortunately, no Paul today. We had some scheduling issues. Um, I'll, I'll explain why in a second. It's mostly on me, to be completely honest with you. Uh, but uh, I had to, uh, you know, I had to kind of, uh, I had a busy week this week, and uh, my my weeks are kind of getting busier. And uh, you know, I just want to talk about that real quick. You know, what I mean, like I, we're just coming, out, we're we're coming out of the out of the pandemic and and stuff. And um, you know, I just wanted to kind of we'll get into some, to to, uh, to some ask Reddit and ask men subreddit in a second here because I don't have my boy with me, so it's hard to you know it's hard to think about exactly what to talk about. But uh, you know, I, I've been keeping busy, man, and you know, so has Paul, man. I, he's been uh, posting. I think uh, I'll have to ask him about this next time, but uh, I think he was. Uh, he was working a Queen show uh, the other day, which is cool, man. Love seeing seeing him, um, you know, kill it out there, man. And, uh, you know, me and Paul have known each other for a long time, and that's why I wanted to start this podcast originally. And <clears throat> I know I go back to this a lot, but whenever I whenever I don't have my boy with me, you know, it always, like, makes me remind – it always reminds me of, um, you know, how good it was before I knew him. No, I was kidding. <laughs> it always, you know, reminds me of how thankful I am that I met him, you know. Because we went through a lot together, and there's just so much there that, you know, every time, you know, you, you guys notice this, uh, uh, every time he comes back from, like, you know, from finally, uh, you know, we get we get, we get the schedule going and everything. Uh, once he comes back, I'm, I'm like, you know, we're just like, oh, what have you been up to? What have you been up to, man? I don't know. What have you been up to? Uh, so it's really cool to have that, like, camaraderie with somebody. Uh, somebody who really wants to to know you, man. That's I wanted to kind of get into, you know, a real quick, uh, you know, find somebody that, uh, you know, just general advice. You know, we're coming out of the pandemic and everything, and hey, man, we can we can finally get to. I mean, I don't know how y'all are in California, you know, but uh, you know, I, <laughs> but you know, we're all we're all kind of getting back to our normal lives, and uh, I think the pandemic showed us anything, man. We should uh, we should get our community strong, man. You should definitely keep the community strong because. Uh, during that pandemic, man, it was almost no opportunity to build the communities except for online stuff. But, um, man, you know, I'm seeing, I, I saw a lot of, uh, you know, because for people that don't know, I have a mental health podcast on the casual uh, network, I guess is what we call it. Casual empire is what I like to call it because <clears throat> um, I have a big ego. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one of, one of the things you notice when, we were, when we were in that pandemic, man, it was uh, people's mental health went to crap. Uh, people were isolated, um, and people without a community were really screwed. Uh, I'm talking about the the addicts out there. You know, I'll, I'll be hitting my 
three-year anniversary of sobriety in August. August. Dude, I don't... The thing, the problem with me, man, I go by... I, I, I go by the month now instead of, like, the day because the day's a little fuzzy for me. And I think it's around August 12th. I think that's when it was because the next week after I quit drinking, I uh, went to a, a, a J-Bug concert. Um, and that was on August 19th, if I'm not mistaken. So the weekend before that, I quit alcohol and then... And then, uh, and then went to to the concert. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have gone, to be honest with you, because uh, you know, love Jay Boog. He's a Samoan uh, uh, artist. Really, I mean, to be honest with you, one of the best Samoan art, uh, reggae uh, island reggae uh, personalities out there. But uh, man, people get turned up at his concert, man. And I, th- this one was no exception, bro. This one is no exception, right? Uh, I've already told the story a couple times, but. You know, my my cousin gets gets escorted out by the police. <laughs> my, uh, some guy gets super drunk and keeps calling me Andre the Giant. Uh, you know, what I mean, uh, ladies screaming at everybody for taking her spot. You know, it was it was crazy, man. I get I get separated from the guy that I I was there with. You know, uh, it was it was crazy, dude. It was whew, that was that was one of the craziest uh, things. I, I think it was crazy mainly because I was the only like one of the only sober people there. So. Trying to like be in this crowd and not be, you know, because you're not really in it, you know. Uh, it, it was so weird, dude. It was so weird. Uh, it, it, I hate to say it like this, but it's almost like you know the chaperones at prom. That's what it felt like. It, it felt like you know you're just watching these kids go crazy, but you have no idea what the excitement is about. You're like, eh, I remember that back in the day, but now I don't. I don't do any of that stuff. It was, dude. It was super weird. It was super weird to to say the least. So, um, yeah, man, let's go over to uh, let's start with some Ask Reddit, and then we'll go. Um, uh, let's go into some like uh, some real, uh, you know, some Ask Men stuff specifically. But uh, but yeah, people who lived in the '90s was it as good as people think it was? No, you know, to be honest with you, no, man. I mean, you know, I look at some of the the video games I used to play now and. You know, you got the 4K graphics now. You got the 60 FP frames per second, and it should be even more than that. Um, not exactly, but you you don't understand how how good nostalgia, how strong nostalgia is, until you look back at the things that you grew up with, right? Like a lot of people, uh, like a lot of kids, maybe who grew up with Adventure. Time. When did Adventure Time come out? Like 2010, I think, or something like that, and. You know, kids grew up with that, right? And 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 you know, maybe when you're looking at, I'm just using Adventure Time as an example because it's like a newer uh, series. So yeah, 2010. So um, imagine it being a kid growing up with Adventure Time or something like that. So it, it, it's one of those things where you know you look back at it and you're like, whoa, this is crazy. Uh, but then you start looking at the kids nowadays. And you're like, ah, man, this this uh, this this cartoon ain't it ain't nothing, right? Um, and yeah, dude, it's just one of those things where when you start uh, looking back, man, nostalgia is a really powerful thing because it reminds you, uh, I think one of the things that it reminds me of is, is how innocent you were as a child, right? You're not tarnished by the world. You're not, you, you haven't really, um, you know, you really haven't done too much to, to, to uh, put your, your, uh, your, your nasty footprint on the world, so to speak. I was about to say carbon footprint, but uh, more like a, like a nasty footprint, right? Like you haven't really... Uh, throwing your your evils out there, so to speak, and so you know, for me at least, uh, that's one of those things that uh, 
that uh, you know it just reminds me of it. It just reminds me of the oh wow, this is this is back when I was it was untarnished and dude, I played through uh, the Spyro trilogy uh, la- last year, I think. Yeah, it was during the pandemic, so last year. And dude, that game still slaps. I mean, granted, it's a remastered trilogy, so it looks a lot better. I think. God, it looks bad, <laughs> dude. I looked at some. Uh, I looked at some of the uh, what would you call it, like the uh, still frames and like some of the gameplay from the PS One because this is for the PS Four, right? Bro, night and night and uh, not even night and day, dude. We're talking like night and like years after day. You know, it was it was ridiculous how different it looks. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, just going through the portals, going, you know, flaming sheep, you know, if you guys have ever played Spire of the Dragon, you know what I'm talking about. Um, you have to like, you have to like, uh, kill sheep in order to get like butterflies for, uh, by the way, it makes no sense, but you have to kill sheep to get butterflies for your, the dragonfly that represents your life gauge, uh, to, to, to eat so that he can get better. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it was a crazy game, dude, to be honest with you, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, dude, it was just one of those games that really, uh, really brings back some memories, man. Cause you know, I mean, listen, I, I grew up in a, a single parent household and so my mom didn't have all the time in the world to like, um, you know, spend with us. She spent as much as she could, but you know, still three kids, one, one, uh, one mom, it was a lot. So, you know, I had video games to kind of turn to and uh, to be fair, it's not like the mo- the healthiest thing. Uh, but it does remind me of those times where, you know, I'd be eating pizza and, you know, watching and you know, playing video games. And uh, it's just something like, I don't know exactly how to describe it, man, but it's just one of those simple pleasures that really uh, I'm really fond of. So, yeah, man. Uh, it was it, was it were the 90s as good as everybody says it was? Not exactly, but um, I think it... To be fair, I think it was before all the, you know, I guess it's kind of hypocritical because I started this podcast as like a, uh, you know, like, oh, we're, we're the, we're, we're going to be like conservative, conservative, and we're going to destroy the libs. And, you know, because I was, that's, that's all the stuff I was watching at that time. So I made it more political than it needed to be. Um, and, uh, you know, after, after a while, I was like, oh, dude, I'm part of the problem, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I'm spreading these fire, spreading this fire, dude. What the heck is going on with me? So that's why we kind of switched off to more like laid back. Like, hey, why don't we just talk about like, talk how we usually talk instead of this BS? Because that was exactly what it was, what the podcast was supposed to be. So uh, let's go to the next post over here. <clears throat> What's the best anime you've ever seen, man? I I go back to Naruto so much um, that it's kind of crazy, dude. Like I go back to Naruto a lot uh, and. I don't think I could choose a best one, but if I had the closest one, I'd probably say is that one. Now it's got its problems, especially towards the end. Especially, dude, don't don't. If any of you guys ever watch it, don't watch Boruto. It ruins everything. Uh, it ruins ruins all things. Um, what is something that's okay to pirate? Okay, so I saw this meme the other day that that had me cracking up. So so, um, uh, I'll explain the 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 background for it. But it was like a uh, uh, little girl who uh cover who who did a a drum cover of uh a Metallica song uh you know she gets reached out to by uh, Lars Ul- Ulrich who is the uh the drummer for Metallica uh because she owes him royalties <laughs> if you guys don't understand that there was this big thing from Metallica back in uh, early 2000s, maybe? Uh, there was a site called Napster that was like Spotify, I guess, before it was Spot. Like, it, it was basically, you know, people would just, you know, find music on it. And uh, Metallica was, was really angry that they weren't getting royalties. And there were a couple other ones. Uh, there's a great South Park episode on this, by the way. That's great. That's freaking awesome. 
And, um, you know, a lot of people really turned on Metallica at that point because they were very, uh, again, they were like against people, even though they like, they made so much money off of it. And by the way, I don't actually agree with that. I think Metallica was in their right to be like, Hey, we, we don't like this pirating thing. Right. Um, we, we should be paid for our art and anybody who, who like wants to do art of the living should be backing that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it, like imagine, imagine if I just took somebody's like painting, right, and like didn't pay them for it. Like I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna photocopy this painting and I'm just gonna have it over here, right? Like I'm just, that's just what I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna have this, uh, and then I'm gonna do whatever I want with it, right? Um, but I'm also not gonna give you credit whatsoever. Uh, I think that's the uh, well, actually the example is a little bit off, I suppose, but. Um, either way, I, I think that people have the right to, you know, making a profit off of their art. So, um, so yeah. Uh, what is it okay to pirate? <sighs> Man, um, I don't know. Like, I pirated anime for so long. Uh, now I, I do streaming services, uh, but uh, unless I need to see the uncensored version. <laughs> um, but uh, you know. I would say I don't really think there is anything that's okay to pirate, man. Uh, if we're talking about like real pirating, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they. Shoot, man, what do you guys think? Um, what is a film that gets a huge amount of praise but you think is awful? Hmm. Well, okay, I'll tell you one that I don't. I've never watched. Um, that everybody says is the best movie ever is Godfather. Never watched the movie. I don't. I never planned to. To be honest with you, it's not like now. Now I'm gonna be. I don't really. I'm not really super into films as much these days. I was kind of really into them back when like the Marvel Cinematic Universe was like really killing it. But you know, I, I haven't watched Thor yet, bro. I have no idea if I even want to. Like, dude, Thor has always been like the the one where I'm like, I could probably skip this one and be okay with. <laughs> you know, let me let me watch when he regroups with everybody. But I wanted to watch it because I saw the Guardians of the Galaxy were into in it, but you know, because that's the. I, actually, I won't really say what the story. Uh, the, I won't talk about Endgame at all, just in case somebody hasn't watched it. But you know, I was just like sitting there, like, oh man, like, do I really need to watch this, or should I just wait till he groups up with all the other cool characters, with the cooler characters? By the way, Thor is cool. It's just I think he's cooler in the context of the Avengers. I just think, I, I don't think Thor, I think, to be honest with you, I think the, uh, the Avengers saved Thor. Uh, because, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know too much about comic book history, but it seems like that's, like, the most, that's mostly what he's known for. You know what I mean? It's not like DC, where, like, Batman, Superman, or, actually, what was the, what was the original DC? It was, uh, sorry, the original Justice League. I think it was Green Lantern. What, oh, maybe it was that. Hold on. What, what was the original? <clears throat> Hold on, let me let me see because it's uh the original the the first time Justice League was ever shown. I think they were facing Starro or something like that. Um, I don't I don't think Batman and Superman were in it. Hold on, where what was the original Justice League? Okay, the Justice League. Oh, hold on, let me see. Uh, Justice League, the original roster. Okay, so um, Wait, were were these the ones? I don't remember seeing. Huh. Hold on. Original. Hold on. 
I think that was their first. Wait, hold on. Where's the image? Hold on. Let me let me see this image real quick because I I don't remember seeing any of these people on the actual. No, this ain't it. Oh, here it is. Oh, okay. They're just showing like a, like five people on the. Um... Yeah, so this is back in Justice League of America. So, uh, let me. I'll read you guys what the original Justice League was. So, okay, it was uh, what is it? Batman, uh, Aquaman, Green Lantern. Uh, the Flash, Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, and Superman. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so I was, uh, yeah, because I was about to say, I was like, yo, a lot of these guys were like really, really like doing okay on their own, and then joined the Justice League. And I feel like with uh, with Marvel, it was like you know some of the characters. I'm not saying Hulk. I'm not saying Iron Man. But you know, like a couple of these characters are like, yeah, you know, would you really make it on your own? Ant Man? Would Ant Man really be do anything on his own? Or is he cooler in the context of the Avengers, right? Uh, the Hulk, the Hulk could be, dude. The Hulk is great. Uh, in fact, I think the Avengers make made him weaker, dude. Look at, dude. Look at the Hulk now, bro. You see that She Hulk, uh, uh, the She Hulk uh, previews, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna watch it because I, I heard, uh, I heard somebody makes an appearance. I'm not gonna spoil who, but. Um, also, I want to see what happens, dude. What, what, what happened to my boy Hulk? Dude, why is he all about peace, bro? Dude, the worst thing you could do with the Hulk is make him all about peace, man. That guy should be angry 24-7, smashing things, right? Because that's what he was known for. And yet here he is uh, just sitting down and uh, letting his cousin uh, She-Hulk do, do all the things. So, oh, my goodness, dude. Uh, what, do you th what is something you think... Oh, is this the men? Oh, okay, it is. Uh, what is something you think all men could agree on? Okay, I'm going to actually read some comments on this because I want to know. Because uh, I think there are definitely some things we can agree on. Or I, th I think there's actually a lot of things we can agree on. Um, let me let me see. Let me read some of these com comments. All men know that when we go to urinate, we have this silent or noisy mode. Huh. Um. Oh, I see. What you, yeah. Okay. Hold on. I, I I won't say too much about that, but uh, um. As Joker once said, every poo-poo time is a pee-pee time, but not every pee-pee time is a poo-poo time. Somebody, somebody was like, yo, that's deep, bro. That's deep. Uh, that, yeah, I mean, that's fair. Uh, I, I guess women, women should understand that too, right? Like there, there is, you know, when you're, when you're taking a crap, you're just like, oh, well, there it is. You know, uh, it takes some effort and then, yep, there goes pee. Um, zippers are dangerous. I, dude, I, I used to hate, um the uh, like when I used to wear because I, I don't wear I don't wear jeans as much like I wear cargo shorts that kind of stuff but uh, yeah dude one of the things that used to suck was uh, you know your 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 dick gets through like the um, the boxers and and all of a sudden it's just rubbing against the 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 zipper like the metal zipper it's like oh it hurts man maybe not I don't know maybe not so, so much for somebody that's like uncircumcised but yeah for me it's just like shh, skin against metal uh, which sucks man freaking sucks. Um, oh, yeah, here's a good one. Dude, actually, I think we would all agree on this. Breathing is typically a good thing. And somebody says, not when it's my enemies that are doing the breathing. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see if there's any actual serious answers. Um, oh, bro, this is... Oh, no, 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 wait, sorry. This, this is a serious answer, but uh, some may see it as a joke. A man must not pee next to another man if there are multiple urinals at their disposal. How dare you pee next to me if there are more than, like, two or three urinals, bro? It, so, picture this, right? There are three urinals. 
I go pee on the one on the far right. If you pee at the one in the middle, I'm going to, uh, dude, um, like immediately I'm going to think, okay, how am I going to beat this guy's ass, right? You know, because I'm trying to think, right? Does this guy want something from me? Is he going to try and be one of those like toilet predators or you know, whatever, bathroom predators, whatever you call it? Um, like that's what immediately what I'm thinking, bro. Like, you know, like, you know how like women think all the time about men, like, uh, uh, how do I get out of this situation? Oh my gosh. Is he gonna, is he gonna, you know, do this to me? Is he going to do that? Like that's, that's like women, you want to think, uh, you want to know when we think like that, that's when we think about that. When we're in the bathroom and some guy comes in on us with the, uh, like right next to the urinal, uh, next to us. Now, if it's like, if there's only two urinals, I get it. Right. Um, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, but here is the exception. If there is a stall that is open, you go through that stall. You do not go into the, yeah, I bet you didn't think about that, right? That is a very important thing, right? If you go into a bathroom and there is uh, two urinals and a stall, somebody's in one of the urinals, you have to go into the stall. That's my rule. That's my rule. I don't know if everybody agrees with that. But you just go into the stall. You you take a piss. You, you take a piss like you're at home, bro. It's chill, okay? Whatever. Um, you know, I don't I don't judge anybody that goes take to take a piss in in, in the stall, right? Especially if it's for that reason. You know, you don't want to you don't want to uh, come up on a bro like like that, dude. That's that's what it's all about. So, um, so yeah, I would say I would say that. I don't know. What do you What do y'all think, right? You know, because uh, to me. Uh, standing next to another bro uh, in a urinal is just weird. Also, pee trough urinals. Uh, how dare you guys? What, what what do you think we're we're all uh, we're all uh, you know we're all animals, dude? This is that, that's one of the weirdest things, dude. I hate the the pig trough urinals. If, if, if girls, if you don't know what we're talking about, like think about a pig trough, and there's literally some bathrooms where that's literally a thing like you just you just and typically like stadiums and stuff where they just have all the guys take a piss in this thing i don't know why it makes me feel like super degraded i'm like man i'm just a just a go take a piss you filthy animal you know <laughs> i'm like man come on what's going on here what is going on here um either way guys uh since i have to get going a little bit early uh why don't we go ahead and take a break here and why don't you guys listen to our sponsor anchor i'll be right back Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to our sponsor, Anchor. And uh, yeah, as promised, I'm back with uh, with some Ask Men stuff. Although we kind of went into some men stuff, so that's why I, that was the other reason why I, want, I wanted to kind of stop on that one. Uh, which is basically me trying to say, like, oh, it's part of, all part of my plan. It actually ended off there really nicely, so it worked out. Um, answer honestly, which is more important, your orgasms or your partner's orgasms? Um... To be fair, it's probably mine. You know, I mean, I'm just I'm being real. Like, obviously, I care about my partners, but uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to end up with blue balls. Come on, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I don't know if girls get like blue <laughs> blue ovaries, but you know, if they do, I I feel bad. But you know, it should should have came faster. <laughs> um, how many of you would stay faithful in a sex in a sexless relationship? They did put an edit here. Edit. If it's permanent slash temporary medical condition, then no problem. If it's out of free will, though, she will get dumped. Get the uh, get the hell out of here. Um, I, I think same, right? If it's if it's a sexless relationship by choice. Uh, now, granted, I've made a new commitment to trying to to, to stay in uh, celibate till marriage. So, um, you know, I quit pornography about a month and a half ago. 
And uh, it, it, it's definitely been tough because, you know, me and Paul, we, we've told stories about this. I think it's our first episode as we talked about porn, right? Um, but we grew up with this stuff. Like, I, we've, I've been watching this since maybe like tw- uh, 12, maybe, or something like that. And him even earlier. I think he said nine. Uh, so it's hard to get that's, – that's the wrong word. Why do I keep saying it? Dude, I keep forgetting to – because I have, the, I have the, the, the sense of humor of a 13-year-old sometimes. So – yeah, whenever I, I I say hard with this, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm thinking hard like my dick, you know. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about that. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been difficult, man, for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, if it, now if we get married and then there's no sex, I mean, you're you're in breach of contract at that point. Like this is this is like and uh, women, you know, out there listening to this, I don't know how many of y'all are women that are listening to this, but you might want to think about that if you when you if and when you do get married to to a man. That man is sacrificing his, you know, his um, options for you. And one of the things that men get married for, or one of the one of the things that men want in life, is unlimited access to to, to sexuality. Right. That's why we gravitate towards porn. Right. Uh, now, guys on the op- opposite end. Right. What is something that women get ex- get uh, obsessed with? Instagram, social media. What what is what is it that they're getting obsessed with? Attention. Right, nothing wrong with that, but you might want to think about that the next time your wife is uh, is is talking to you, and you just end up, you know, not listening to her whatsoever, or you're like, ah, oh, I don't want to listen to this, or you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so say, so it goes both ways, right? So the man, you know, or for for the men out there, you have to give your wife attention. You have to give her. You have to focus on her, despite you know maybe you had a hard day at work or something like that. You still have to come home, and you still have to provide your. Uh, you know, your, your responsibilities as a man, women, you know, there's a sexuality thing. If your man's in the mood, and listen, if you're on your rag or, you know, something like that, you know, obviously every now and then it's not that bad, but if it's like every single time your man is coming up to you, there's a, there's a big problem there. Right. And you're, like I said, you're in breach of contract. You gotta be, uh, be careful with that. So, um, how often do you want to be hugged? Does it feel clingy if a girl hugs too much? Uh, he, he, I, I kind of am not. I, so I am a hugger. Like I do, I do like to hug people. I, I like to do that. Um, but uh, I don't like to over. It's usually like, oh, hi, hey, how's it going? Or you know, or hey, l- see you later, man. Um, but yeah, in terms of uh, in terms of just um, you know, hugging like for every single occasion, I kind of like it. I just don't like the the feeling of it all the time. So. Uh, like a, like a grab on the arm. I, I I like those types of things. Like women who like who, who grab your arm and stuff. Cause I, dude, I've been working out my bicep for a reason, bro. You know, <laughs> when I get with a girl, she gonna she gonna squeeze that and she gonna know that I put in the work. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I don't like to get hugged too much. To be fair, uh, like I said, it, every now and then, um, if we're if we're committed to cuddling, but if I'm trying to walk, dude, I don't want to do the. You remember back in the day when when those kids that that you know got girlfriends too early. Uh, they go do the penguin walk, right? Like the guy would be standing behind her, and then have to like walk like side by side, you know, <laughs> or not side by side, but uh, you know, he, he'd have to walk at the same time she walked and do that kind of stuff. I'm like, eh, I'm not with that, bro. I ain't, I ain't with that stuff. <laughs> so, um, uh, let's see here. Uh, your girlfriend tells you she's working at a, she started working at a strip club. How do you react? Uh, she's not my girlfriend anymore. Is how I react. What in the world? Uh, listen, by the way, if any of y'all ladies are, are working at strip clubs, like I appreciate 
what you do for society. But uh, that's not exactly true. But, <laughs> you know, hey, listen, I'm sure men, uh, some men out there appreciate what you do for them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, in terms of you being my girlfriend, that's not happening, especially when I just talked about that, right? Like, I'm trying to wait till marriage now. Um, the fact that uh, some other guy is getting to look at you before I even get to look at you that way, uh, that's that's a big deal breaker right there. So, yeah, that ain't happening. Um, ooh, what's a perfect physique in your opinion? Well, I guess for women, obviously, the hourglass kind of shape is, is probably there. If you talk about for men, though, um, we're probably going to look at the V taper, right? So, uh, men with like the, the wide shoulders and they, it goes down to their waist. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't really, you know, I, I know I'm never going to get there, right? I have pretty wide hips, so that's just not something that's going to happen for me. Um, even when I, even when I weighed like 190, 90 pounds, like I was, uh, I was, uh, I still had like wide hips. I granted I was still a little bit overweight. So, but, uh, yeah, I still always had wide hips. So it's just something I deal with, you know? And it, it, I think it's helped me a lot with like squats and, and all that other stuff. Like a, a lot of my leg building exercises, I actually, you know, I feel, I feel pretty like, uh, I feel a lot of flexibility in my hips. So, you know. Uh, and it's really dependent on what you're doing, right? Like the perfect physique for a dancer is different from a perfect physique for a bodybuilder, which is going to be a different physique for, uh, which is not going to be the, the ideal physique for, uh, I don't know, like, a uh, you know, cause there's different competitions in bodybuilding. There's like men's physique where they wear like the, the swim trunks and stuff. Uh, so you're basically only looking at the, the arms and the, and the, um, you're basically only looking at like like uh you know the upper body, but then also the calves, right? So, um, but mainly the abs. The abs have to be really there. You know, like Mr. Olympia, like the the big bodybuilders are like mass freaks. Um, you can't really do that with like with um men's physique, right? Uh, so yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know if there's a perfect physique, but if you were talking about like aesthetically, it would probably be that V taper. As for women, um. As for women, it would probably, you know, it'd be a little bit of like, because you, you want some curvature in there because you want to be able to see like, oh, there's a difference between me and this girl, right? Uh, that difference is what brought us together. So that's what I'm going to celebrate here. So yeah, I'd say there has to be some type of difference in there. Um, ooh, men have read it. How do you overcome laziness and being productive? Um, you have to, it's a, it's a conscious choice and that's what you have to realize. It's not about, sorry, if you can hear like my stomach gurgling, it's Something, something that's going on right now. Um, I, I had a milkshake last night from Five Guys. Me and my church went out to uh, Five Guys after uh, worship, and I was, I, I got a peanut butter shake, bro. That thing slapped, bro. Because you know when you go to Five Guys, they have like the peanuts there, like the free peanuts and stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, bro, I'm, I want a peanut butter shake. Like, I wanted a shake, and I didn't know which one. I saw the peanut butter. I was like, oh, I want a peanut butter shake. Let's do it, bro. Um, so yeah, man. Um, but uh, in terms of, sorry, I, I went way off the topic there. Um, so it, it, be productive. So you have to remember that it's a choice, right? It, uh, it, it is a choice. You can't just wait for, for, for uh, oh, yeah, I'll just wait to be motivated. It, it doesn't work that way. You, you're the one who has to choose to do, go do something. You're the one who has to choose to change your life, right? And even if you have to use force structures, the force structure would be like work or something like that. You still have to make the, the conscious choice to say, oh, I'm going to go work. I'm going to go, I'm choosing to go do this, right? So, 
uh, that's just it, it's, I think it's important to to realize when you're uh, when we're talking about um, productiveness. Don't just wait for motivation. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. Um, and if it does, how long are you going to wait for yourself to be motivated? It, you know, and then here there that's where the cycle comes in, right? Um, you choose not to do something, you become lazy, you become depressed, you become, uh, uh, you know, a, a, and eventually you start thinking, oh, I can't do anything, so I'm just going to stay lazy, right? Um, and the, the problem is, you know, and I, I know a lot of people, or I, I know myself included, right? When I, during the pandemic, I just remember feeling tired all the time. I was like, wow, dude, I'm so tired because you're at home all day. And the problem is that tiredness feeds off of you being lazy and you doing, you know, choosing not to go out and all this other stuff. So it becomes a cycle at one point. So in order to stop a cycle, you have to make a conscious choice to 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 stop it in its tracks. So um, that's basically how I overcame it. Um, hmm. Let's see. Uh... Where do I find men that want to be in a relationship, not just sex? Oh, here I am. <laughs> um, huh. Okay, so let's read what they have to say. Oh man, this is a woman talking. I think I think in the ask credits they're they're supposed to not sh do like a description thing, but whatever. Um, I have a cousin that's never had a boyfriend. She's 30 years old and wants to experience being in a relationship. She wants to get married one day, but she's too shy to date or be or put herself out there. How do I go about finding older men and screening potential partners? Uh, most men don't care too much for physical appearance and have just completely ignored her. But she's so sweet and caring. How and where do I show that good side of her to guys that want to actually be in a long-lasting relationship with someone and that will not be toxic? Edit, she's not but ugly, just overweight. I will try to get her to go to the gym with me. She's dyslexic, hence the two of us female cousins helping her make the profile and screening people. Oh, cool. Um, so, and uh, guys out there, this is like a little advice for you, and I, I've started to learn this after a while. Um, don't, you can try and go for a 10 out of 10 woman, but, 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 be really, know what you're getting yourself into because, you know, when you make that commitment to her, right, um, what is she going to do? She's going to demand a lot from you. She's going to demand a certain lifestyle. She's going to demand this. She's going to demand that. And that's why, you know, I'm looking for more of an average-looking woman, right? Like someone that I could still say – because obviously you still want somebody that you're attracted to. I'm not trying to say, like, oh, go for, like, the butt-ugly women. No. Uh, you should still go for somebody that you're, you're attracted to. But you don't have to go to somebody that you're like, oh, my goodness – you know, and you probably don't want somebody like that either, or else you're gonna start simping for them. Um, but like, let's say, like out of a, out of a ten, like you go for like a six, right? A slightly above a five. Um, you know that that could be, especially since guys our our scales are so like off anyway, right? Uh, so we we can like you know there are still guys who would who would still uh, have sex with fat chicks right like super fat chicks like obese chicks like look at Lizzo bro she's probably slaying it right now uh, that shows you right um, but uh, in order listen if you're looking for that kind of relationship I'll be real with you I think the only place you're gonna find it is at a church uh, if, if, if when you're looking at like a a church or something like that. Um, uh, sorry. When when you're when you're looking at that, and it would have to be like a, a church that actually teaches like really strictly. 
um, because you're not going to find that in more of the progressive churches. You know, that's not me calling them out. It's just like that's kind of been my experience. So uh, prob- probably it would be a church, to be honest with you. That's kind of where I'm searching. Not not at my church in particular, but just searching. Like I'd have to find a girl that's more uh, religious. So um, how have your relationships cha- with your siblings changed in adulthood? Um, a little bit. You know, I, I used to be, you know, the baby of the family, but now that we're all adults, man, it just, it doesn't matter, right? Um, yeah, I mean, listen, we're all working, we're all doing doing what we're doing, and so um, I think it's changed in the in the sense that um, I've taken a lot more responsibility uh, than I used to, so uh, back, then, back when I was a kid, it was like, oh yeah, no, I can just shirk off my responsibility, and oh yeah, my, my older brother and my older sister will take care of it and all this stuff, and now it's it, it's become a lot more... Um, you know, me, like, I have to go do a thing, like, kind of like what we were talking about before, like, oh, yeah, I, uh, you're the one who has to stop that cycle, right, nobody else can do it for you, so I think that's how it's changed a little bit, um, also, I mean, dude, my, my, my relationship with my sister is so much better than it was when, when we were kids, man, when we were growing up, man, we were at each other's necks, it was like dog, cats and dogs, bro, uh, so, you know, now that we're, we're adults, and, you know, she knows what she's doing, she's married, you know, I'm happy for her, um, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. I think we, we, you know, at some point, dude, she really started to turn more, um, turn into like a much more caring person. Uh, she was going through a lot back in, when she was a kid, dude. So I, 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 now looking back at that, I think that's the other thing is now looking back at the, our childhood, I start to understand a little bit more of why she was the way she was, why I was the way I was and all that other stuff. And so, um, so yeah, it definitely, it, it's definitely improved over the years. So. And then, uh, but yeah, uh, let's see here. Um, at, oh, as a teenager, I'm curious as to what extent that feeling of time, ex- quote unquote, accelerating as you get older has applied to you, if at all. Yeah, dude, time is going f- super fast. And it, especially when I don't want it to be like, I really hate it when time goes fast on my weekend. Uh, my, 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 uh, supervisor and I were talking about it. And so now we joke around like, Hey man, I'll see you after you blink. Cause, uh, basically he was like, yeah, man, I, you go, you go, you go, you go, uh, you go home on Friday, you blink. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you're back at work. You know, that's what, what it feels like a lot of times. And I was like, dude, that's exactly how it feels like. Oh my gosh. Like my, my weekends go by so fast, man. I can't get him. Uh, so yeah, for me, at least I, I started to, uh, we started to joke about that, but yeah, dude, it really does feel like that really does feel like that, man. Um, and I don't, it seems like as I get older, the faster it goes, dude, like, even days where I get bored, right? Like I, it's been slow at work sometimes, dude, it still goes by like all of a sudden I'm like, how did I get here, dude? Whereas when I was a kid, like I could not get home fast enough, dude. I was like, yo, let me get to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, bro. Let's get in here, bro. Uh, and, uh, let's say bro more, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really, it took me a while to, to, to get home. It just felt like school was taking forever, even though I was having fun and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I, I don't, I don't actually understand what the principle is behind it, but it, it happens. It does happen. I just don't get it. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we get more patient. I don't know exactly what it is. Um, ooh, what's a stereotypically masculine hobby or interest that you just cannot bring yourself uh, bring yourself to get into? I'd probably say fixing things. Oh, man, dude, I'm terrible with anything fixing-wise. Um, I, I, it's something I'll have to get into at some point. But, uh, yeah, I just I can't fix anything, man, for the death of me. 
uh, for the life of me. I don't know how you say it. Um, cars is another thing. Like I just, I, I don't, I don't get cars. I don't understand them. I can change my battery cause it's pretty simple. It takes, it takes some time, but you know, pretty simple. But you know, as for anything else, like I'm probably going to go to a mechanic for, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, for, for, for me at least it's just, uh, all the, all the mechanic, mechanical stuff. I just, I can't do it all, dude. <laughs> Not whatsoever. Uh, what is your favorite animal? I've said this before. Gorilla, man. I love gorillas. Uh, dude, something about them, dude. I think it's just like the, the way they pound their chest and stuff. Oh, it's freaking awesome, man. I love them. Um, uh, da, 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 da. uh, okay. What are some ways a woman can seem more approachable at a bar? Are there any social cues a woman gives off that makes you feel more comfortable approaching her? I'd probably say eye contact and a smile. That would probably be the best thing. Um, eye contact and a smile. That would probably be be, be the best thing. So, um, you know, uh, and I think there's one thing that women do. I don't know if they do this subconsciously or something like that. But when they 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 pull the, they um what they call they brush their hair behind their ear. With that smile, with that eye contact, I guarantee you. I mean, don't do it the wrong guy, because then you're gonna get <laughs> you get that guy that's like half drunk, uh, or probably like full drunk at that point, just like uh, with all with the, the the scraggly beard and you know like chips and uh, peanuts in his uh, in his beard, just like ah, ha, ha, she smiled at me. <laughs> you know, that would basically be me. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh. It, whoa, okay <laughs> sorry somebody somebody asked a weird question i think we're just gonna go do it what's your what's your reaction to a woman confessing she's had a wet dream about you um uh i don't know you know i i don't know how i feel about that i mean it's cool and everything like hey i appreciate like i'm i'm flattered but uh i don't know like what do you what do you what do you want from me at that point you know what i mean like what what are we what are we talking about so um yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't actually know where to go from there. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, the minute she admits that, it means a she's got she's got very mixed emotions about it. But then b, I'm assuming she probably wants something from you at that point. Now, she might not want like like full on sex from you or something like that, but she's got some type of feeling about you. So I, I don't know. Um, let's do one more before I head out of here. Uh, 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 let's see. Man, these are some rough ones. Uh, I'm trying to do one that's a little bit shorter here. Um, why are you guys uncomfortable about sharing your feelings? I think probably a lot of it has to do with men's problems aren't taken as seriously. I know people have heard that a lot of times, but who are the memes usually, man? It's usually guys getting, uh, getting wrecked and doing something like we are usually the butt of jokes. Uh, and I, uh, listen, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not complaining about it or anything like that, but, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, men's mental health is kind of like a scene as a joke for a lot of things. So I think, uh, and dude, Patty Pimlet, uh, UFC fighter just did like a, you know, he just did a really heartfelt, uh, speech after, uh, he won his uh, fight in London. He's from he's from uh, somewhere in the, in the UK, and uh, yeah, talked about how his uh, friend you know committed suicide, man, like a couple weeks before that, and was really he was trying to keep it together, or a couple weeks, it might even be a week before that, and he was really trying to keep it together, and then had had this really heartfelt speech, and you know really started crying after that, but um, you know he was just talking about how men need to we need to start talking about and. 
I'll be real with you. I say that we do not talk to, to women about this. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But on average, I think women just don't know how to handle it. Meaning they want to feel safe, right? Like they can do it with other girls and they can try and do it with us. That's fine. But with men, I think it's better that we we go to other men with our problems. We talk about our problems with other men or, or, or a licensed therapist or you know anything like that, your pastor or whatever you want to do. Um, I think it's better to go through that than to uh, than to just share it with your girl. Um, and, and this is just from what I've been seeing, right? Maybe some of y'all disagree with me, but I think you know women typically want to feel safe, and when a guy breaks down and and does this stuff, I, I don't think it makes them feel as safe anymore uh, around them, and it starts to blur those lines between what their role is and stuff. So I think it's better to find a real good friend and to 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 have that talk, you know. Um, and, but you should, you should talk, you should not keep it bottled up. So, uh, that's why I think most men are, 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 you know, having difficulty because there are men who, you know, there, uh, there was a therapist on Dr. Mike's, uh, I don't know if you didn't know Dr. Mike is a famous doctor on YouTube, but the therapist was saying like these, these women will come in and they're just like, oh yeah, I want you, I want my man to open up. And then all of a sudden, this dude will just break down, showing his full, like, showing everything that's on his heart. And the girl will be, like, looking, and then she'll look at the therapist, like, what What do I do? I didn't expect that to happen. You know what I mean? Like, you, you wanted him to be vulnerable, and then this is what you get, right? Um, and I think that's what some women just don't understand. Like, there is a lot on our hearts. And so, you know, that, that's why I say men should open up to other men about it, for sure. Uh, but, you know, open up to somebody if you can. Either way, either way... Uh, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry about missing last week. Uh, that was a scheduling issue and I just got way too busy. Um, Paul will probably be back uh, next week. Remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at casualbros with an S, PL as in Paul Lucky at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual. Casual.